This is the story called Family Futuro Visits the Solar System. This is a story about a family called the Family Futuro that lives in the future. And this is when there are flying cars and people live out in space and there are uh, colonies on the moon and even on other planets. And the family Futuro decides to go on a holiday around all the planets of the solar system. And while they do this, they learn about all the different planets and the various satellites and moons and various objects in the solar system. And they have a wonderful time. And this is the story of their trip through the solar system. All right, is everyone strapped in? Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. I'm ready too. All right then. Uh, everyone, let's get ready to fly out into space and start our holiday. Yay! So, Dad, who's the father of the family Futuro, his name is Robert. He pushed the ignition button for the rocket, and off they went. It was a very special kind of rocket. It didn't use the same kind of fuel that we use today. It was a very silent kind of rocket and, and had special anti-gravity uh, engines that could allow it to float, and it didn't need a lot of propulsion to go forward. So before they knew it, they were flying through the sky up into space, headed for... Mercury. All right, everyone. Uh, who can tell me what our first stop is going to be? Oh, 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 dad, dad, I know, I know. This was Timothy. Timothy was the son in the family, and he knew all kinds of facts about the nine, the eight planets. And so he was trying to answer the questions before his sister, Gloria, could answer the questions. So he put his hand up. Dad, 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 I know, I know, I know. All right then, Timothy. Who can tell me where we're going? Uh, it, we're going to Mercury. Right. And where is, what is Mercury? Mercury is, is, is the first planet. It, it, it's the, one of the, it's the smallest one. It, it, it's, and it, it's very, very hot on one side and cold on the other side. All right. Can you tell me anything else? Oh, Dad, I know. Yes, Gloria? Uh, it, it has the fastest, um, fastest year, the shortest year of any of the planets. That's right. And, uh, Timothy, do you know how many days one year in Mercury is? Oh, uh, uh I, I think I remember reading it somewhere on my pad. I know. Ah. Uh. It's 88 days. That's right. It only takes 88 days for Mercury to go around the sun. All right. Fasten your seatbelts. We're on our way there. So before long, the family Futuro entered the orbit of Mercury. And when they got closer, they realized that the planet was not very big compared to the Earth. And it was very, very, very hot on one side and kind of 
cold and dark on the other side because the sun was always shining on one side of it. So they finally flew the, their spaceship down to the cold side because they knew that if they went to the hot side, then the, it would just be too hot for them and they would, they would have to leave quickly. So they flew down to the cold side. All right, does everyone have your suit on? Yes, Dad. Now make sure that your thrusters are on. Hey, uh, Mom, did you make sure that your thrusters are going? Because last time, remember what happened. I remember what happened last time, and that was not my fault. That was because you were supposed to have recharged all of our suits, and mine was not recharged. Yeah, well, we found out that that was a problem with the charger. Well, that's right. So it doesn't, it means that I didn't forget. It just means that there was a problem with the charger. Oh, yes. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. But this time I made sure that all of our suits are charged up properly and can keep us on the planet. All right. Shall we open the door? Yay! So they opened the door. When they went outside, they realized that there was very, very little atmosphere. In fact, almost none at all. And that it was quite cold. But they had parked their little mini spaceship quite close to the place where it starts to get sunny and hot. Because on the sunny side, it was very, very hot and had no protection from direct sunlight and the sun was huge in the sky over there. Fortunately, because they had very advanced technology in their suits, they could walk all around the different parts of the planet, whether it was cold or whether it was hot. So as they walked and sort of jumped and hopped and half flew across the surface of the planet, they started noticing that it was getting brighter and brighter and sunnier and sunnier and hotter and hotter. Look at how I can jump. Look how far I can jump. Yeah, me too. See, all we have to do is turn down our artificial gravity and then it's like we're almost like we can fly. Yeah. Oh, I can feel that the sunlight is getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. It's a good thing these suits can can compensate for that. Yeah. Wow, look at the sun. It's so bright. Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. What? I think I, I think I see what looks like a, a a solar flare. Solar flare? Uh-oh. Don't worry about it. That solar flare is very, very far away and won't affect us. Are you sure, Dad? Yes, I'm quite sure. We had some, we did some research beforehand and made sure that those kinds of things wouldn't affect us. Oh, phew. Now, who can tell me what a solar flare is? Um, I, I, I think it's something where the, where the sun shoots out a lot of its, a lot of its, um, energy. Mm, that's right. And usually it's there's some sort of magnetic effect from the sun. Yeah. Well, who wants to go onto the ship and have some lunch? Me, me, me. 
So the whole family went back onto the ship and started and closed the door and took off their suits and had a delicious meal. While they were eating their lunch, the dad programmed in uh, the next destination. All right, children, now who wants to tell me where we are going next? Gloria, do you know? Um, we're going to the second planet in the solar system, which is, it's Venus. Very good. And who can tell me anything about Venus? Oh, I know. Uh, Venus is, 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 is similar in size to the Earth. Yes. And, and it's, it's got, but, but it's closer to the sun, so it's hotter. Yes. And it, it's also because it has lots of atmosphere and clouds. They trap this, the energy from the sun and, and reflect it back. And it's called a greenhouse effect. Very good, Timothy. Oh, I know. Uh, if, if it's it, it, on the surface of, of, this, of Venus, it's very, very hot. And there's like acid rain and different kinds of chemicals in the atmosphere and a, a lot of pressure. That's right. So it's a good thing that we have a very advanced ship and very powerful suits that can protect us. Otherwise, we wouldn't last a minute down there. This was very exciting to Timothy and Gloria because they, f they really wanted to see this kind of an environment that seemed so dangerous. Finally, after a few hours, because they had a very, very fast ship, they arrived into the orbit of Venus. All right, children, who wants to come and take a look at Venus through the window here? Wow, so cool. It looks kind of like a little bit green and a little bit gray and a little bit white. Yeah, wow, I can almost see the storms and the clouds moving around. All right, we're going to go down, so make sure you've got your seatbelts on because it might get a little bit rocky. Whoa, whoa, oh, that's quite stormy. Don't worry, we have compensating rocket boosters that can protect us. Finally, they landed on the surface of Venus, and just as they thought, it was very hot, and there was a lot of pressure from the, from the atmosphere, and there were winds and all kinds of gaseous clouds blowing around. <clears throat> but because they had very advanced technology in their ship and in their suits, they were able to go out and onto the planet. All right, here we go. <laughs> Whoa, I'm glad I'm wearing my suit. It looks really dangerous out there. Yes. Oh, uh, I don't know if I want to stay here very long. Well, let's just, let's do a little quick walk around and then come back. So the whole family Futuro went around for a little hike on the surface of Venus. And they were amazed by what they saw. If they looked from far away, it kind of looked like a big, everything was affected by a volcano. It was all red and, and heated and hot and they could see the heat waves like the 
the atmosphere kind of shimmering and shining and it was just a very dangerous and difficult place to to visit but they were amazed at the beauty as well the clouds were beautiful even the land in its own way there was there were mountains not very very rounded kind of mountains and hills and uh, just looked like a very ancient and old place wow this is so cool it's too bad we can't just go outside and sit on the just sit down normally and have like a meal well i don't know if i'd want to do that anyways yeah it's really not a very hospitable place hey what do you say we go and visit the next one okay so they went back to their ship and closed the door and took off their suits again all right where do we go where are we going next well, well, um, we're not going to Earth because that's where we live, right? That's right. So the Earth is actually the third planet, but we're going to skip over the Earth and then, and then go to Mars. That's right. What? Who can tell me anything special about Mars? Oh, I, I know. Uh, M Mars is smaller than the Earth, uh, and it's... It's red. Can you tell me why it's red? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's because there, there's, there, there's iron on, on the surface and and, and it's been, fill, it's been oxygenated, oxygenated, and 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 that made it look kind of like um, rust, kind of like when metal rusts. That's right. And, and then there's um, a very thin atmosphere on Mars mm -hmm. and it's cold and um, but, but there's a few colonies of people that live there and they're studying Mars and, and they think that it's like a, their home now. That's right. They consider Mars to be their home. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Me, me too. So they flew on past the earth, which of course they had visited many parts of before. And they went on to Mars. When they got to Mars, they saw pretty much what they thought, which was a big, a beautiful red planet. <clears throat> now does everyone have your suit? Yes, Dad. Make sure all the seals are up properly and it's charged up and everything. Yes, Dad. Everything's ready. All right. Here we go. So they went out and opened the doors and started running around outside in the fields on Mars. Of course, Mars was an amazing place to see because there were huge, tall mountains and deep, deep caverns and canyons and very very sharp cliffs and they could the thing about being on there was that because the gravity was lighter they didn't have to worry so much about falling but there were, but if they also if they did fall they also had to worry be, about the atmosphere because there wasn't as much atmosphere to slow them down so they had to make sure that their suits were calibrated properly Hey, hey, Gloria, what? 
I, I, I'll race you to the top of that hill. Okay, but no cheating. Last time you changed the calibration on your suit and you made it easier for you to climb. Look, look, look. I'll put mine the same as yours. What's yours gonna be on? Uh, 34. Okay, mine's on 34 too. See? Uh-huh. All right, ready, set, go. So then they started to run and run and run all the way to the top of this very, very tall ridge. I bet, I, I bet I, I get there first. I don't think so. Ooh. Oh, I'm falling. Quickly, quickly, change your, change the calibration on your suit. Change the calibration on your suit. Oh, oh, okay. Whoa. Thanks, Timothy. I almost fell down and knocked into those rocks over there. Well, next time, just be careful. You were running too fast and weren't paying attention to where you were going. Oh, phew. Okay, well, next time, maybe we'll just float to the top of the ridge. That would make it easier. Uh-huh. So when they finally got to the top of the ridge, they looked down and could see the beautiful scenery of Mars. Everything was in red hues and, and kind of rusty brown colors. And they saw different kinds of rocks and stones and very flat plains that went on for miles and miles. It was quite beautiful. But then they heard their father on the radio. Are you guys coming back to the ship? Oh, uh, yeah, Dad. Uh, sorry. Uh, we'll be there in, in one minute. All right. So this time they decided to use their suits to fly back to the ship. And they just turned on this little mini rockets and anti-grav uh, propeller things. And they managed to fly directly back to the ship because the ship had a homing beacon on it that allowed them to just fly straight back to their destination, their, their origin, where they had come from. So both Timothy and Gloria used that function on their suits. Okay, we're here. All right, get on the, ro get on the ship and it's time to get back on the road. Now, who can tell me where we're going next? Oh, I know, Dad, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to go to Jupiter? Well, we're going to go to Jupiter, but before we get to Jupiter, we have to pass through... What? Oh, uh, the, the asteroid belt. We're going to pass through, yes, the asteroid belt, where there's a lot of medium and small and large, all different sized kinds of stones floating around in space. We're going to pass through those, and then we're going to head on to Jupiter. Yay! So they got on the ship and closed the door and had another little mini snack when they, well, on the way. Then, as they were flying halfway to, well, on the way to Jupiter, they noticed that there were small objects outside their window. Now, because their ship had a very advanced computer it could, and sensors, it could find where all of the stones were and all of these floating things outside and could calculate their movements so, so that they wouldn't hit any of them. Otherwise, they might have hit something. Can anyone look over there and tell me what they see? Wow, look at all those 
big stones. Do you want to try and guess at how big that is? Um, I don't know. Maybe as big as uh, a car. Well, try a house. Really? That stone over there is as big as a house? Mm-hmm. What about that one over there? Well, do you remember the size of your school? Uh-huh. That one is about half the size of your school. Whoa! That's so big! Mm-hmm. So they flew around in and out and, and through the various stones and meteorites and asteroids that they saw and finally got through them and continued on their way to Jupiter. Now who can tell me something about Jupiter? Oh, 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 I know, I know. Yes, Timothy? Uh, Jupiter is, is, is the biggest planet in the solar system. Mm-hmm. And it's a gas giant. Mm-hmm. And, and it's got all kinds of the atmosphere swirling around, and there's been a big storm on it for, for like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the name of that storm? I know. Yes, Gloria? It's the, the Great Red Spot. That's right. And uh, do you know anything else? Um, I think I think Jupiter is as heavier than all of the other planets put together. That's right. It has more mass than all of the other planets put together. And it has a, a very strong magnetic field. Yes, it has a very very large magnetic field so powerful that it can be detected from millions of kilometers away. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're entering the orbit of Jupiter. Wow, so cool. Look at the atmosphere. Yeah, it kind of looks like, um, you know, when, when you have like, like coffee or tea and then and then you in, in, a, in a clear glass and you can see the whole thing and then you pour milk in it and then the milk kind of goes around and swirls around and looks kind of like that on the surface of Jupiter. Yeah, you're right, it does. Kind of like milk in, in the tea before you mix it. Hmm, you guys are very good at observing. All right, we're going to enter the atmosphere. Now this atmosphere is even stronger and faster has faster winds than on Venus so our ship is really going to have to compensate for that so make sure you're wearing your seatbelt yes dad so sure enough when they enter the atmosphere of Jupiter they noticed that there were powerful winds that were blowing back and forth and buffeting their buffeting their ship but fortunately, because their ship was designed for this kind of thing, it could compensate and it didn't get hurt. Finally, they went down and down and down. But because Jupiter is a gas giant, it just, the atmosphere just got thicker and thicker and thicker and more and more like a liquid until it just got increasingly high in pressure. But they never really reached a surface. They were just flying around through the atmosphere. And of course, there were hit, uh, hits of lightning and thunder and loud noises and things like that in the winds. So it wasn't something very... 
it was amazing to see, but it wasn't something that they could go out and really be in. Otherwise, that even that, even that would be probably too much for their suits to handle. All right, kids. <sighs> I think that we're going to have to just go back out to the surface and maybe check out some things around Jupiter. Does anyone think that there's something worth checking around Jupiter? Um, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't Jupiter have, like, a whole bunch of moons? Yes, it does. It has more than 60 moons. Whoa, cool! Yes, and we are going to check out one of the moons called Europa. This is the end of part one. Tune in next time for part two. <laughs>